keep more, earn more, and make more money, you're in the right place. I've spent over 10 years learning from the most brilliant minds in money, wealth, and investing to take myself from 20K in debt to a seven-figure investment portfolio. Join in as I share the secrets towards more growth, money, investing, and ultimately, freedom. My name is Simone Mercer-Huggins, and welcome to Ms. Wealthy's Kiss My Money podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. My name is Simone, and this ep, it's been a while since I've brought on a guest, and I know a few of you are really excited to hear this ep because I am interviewing Tony, which is the co-founder and director at a new lender, essentially an online-only lender uh, in the mortgage space. And it's really exciting because we're going to go behind the scenes and give you the information so that you put more power and more money in your pocket, which is all what we're about, right? So welcome onto the show, Tony. Thank you, Simone. Hello, everyone. So I'm going to ask you some quick rapid fire questions before we get in, which I ask everyone. First one, where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in Bulgaria. Okay, which is hence your accent. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Favorite quote? Um, Okay, I love motivational quotes. So probably my favorite quote would be, uh, do or do not, there is no try. Mm, so good yeah whenever that comes up in my feed or whatever and I'm reminded of it it's like yes just yeah stop I even say that in some of my language like I'll try it no no just do it (laughs) uh name one thing you love spending money on uh beach holidays Mm, same Uh uh-huh and finally what does money mean to you um to me, money is freedom. It, it's really the freedom to just be able to go and do whatever you love. Yeah, and buy back your time, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, totally, 100%. Perfect answer. Um, okay, so obviously when we met last week, we started chatting about doing an event next year and like some really exciting stuff. But then after we started talking I remember even like sitting in the room and I was like, you know what? Everything that we are talking about right now needs to go on this damn podcast <laughs> because everything you're saying is just like, like we need to open the lid on this and like get behind the scenes um, when it comes to, you know, the big banks, especially when it comes to mortgage lending. So yeah. I know that for some people, like feeling like having an online only bank or even an online only lender, which Yard is, uh, can be a little bit kind of, it can feel risky or scary. And we're going to talk about why that's absolutely a complete myth. But why don't we start off by telling you like how Yard was bought, like how did it even come about? How did it, how did, was Yard started? Sure. So I guess maybe it would be useful um, if I just spent, you know, 10 seconds actually just telling you what Yard is and what Yard is about. Totally. So um, so as you mentioned, Yard is one of the new kids on the block. So we are a new lender and we specialize within the mortgage space. So we present ourselves as a specialist mortgage provider. 
And we are absolutely obsessed with designing innovative mortgage solutions that are simple, transparent, and and very priced. And we just want to make the home loan experience better for people. Mm. Although we are a new provider, we actually have a pretty broad proposition. So if you think about all of the different circumstances in which you can consider a home loan. So um, you know, we can help you purchase a property or we can help you refinance an existing property. Um, we offer loans for renovations as well as ground-up construction. Um, and we can also provide bridging loans if you need to buy before going through the process of selling an existing property. Mm-hmm. So there, there's kind of a pretty broad range of circumstances um, that, that we can set up. So your question was, you know, why, why was Yad, you know, how and why was Yad born? Um, and I really want to talk about what really motivated the team to go on this journey. So the Yad journey started in 2017. So Jesus probably now uh, three years ago. Mm. <laughs> it's been, it's been some time. It's taking us time to get here. Um, But what really motivated us is that we found that consumers find it difficult to understand home loan products. Definitely. And and, um, quite often, you know, they actually need to bear the cost of inefficiency within the financial services system. So so just, you know, going back to the point that um, consumers are really confused, um, we really like reading uh, different surveys and, we came across a survey um, conducted by UBS and it showed that up to a third of borrowers um, who have an interest-only loan might not realise that they actually have an interest-only loan. No. Are you yes. serious? Yes. Um, they don't even know? Yeah, so they didn't realise that they have an interest-only loan. So, I mean... Obviously, um, you know, we were really kind of shocked to hear that because, I mean, as, as you know, if you're in an interest-only loan, you know, there is a period um, in which you actually don't make uh, a repayment towards, yeah. towards the principal of the loan, so you're actually not paying down the loan. Um, and then secondly, at the point your interest-only uh, period expires, your monthly repayment, uh, you know, will increase because mm. at that point you will need to um, also start making um, principal repayment. So, um, you know, um, so we just thought that that's really disturbing. Uh, we just thought, you know, that's actually really important and we don't know why people, you know, are not aware of this. Um, so we thought, well, you know, actually what we attributed it to is, well, actually the whole landscape and the whole industry is very complicated and we thought that it doesn't need to be that complicated. You know, um, we want to create create um, an offer and a proposition that's very simple and, and transparent for people to um, to understand. Yeah, okay. So yeah. that was kind of, you know, just taking kind of this real perspective about, you know, home loans and finance, does, it doesn't really need to be complex. It's something that we really, we really want to change. And in the process, um, seek to, to streamline the offer, which obviously can um, – uh, result in a uh, lower interest rate um, for our customers, as as evidenced by our interest rates. Okay, so what? So that rate is obviously very competitive, um, yeah. which is two point nine. Is that right? Yeah. 
So, um, so our our rates at the moment start at uh, 2.91 uh, variable rate per annum, mm-hmm. uh, which translates to 2.94 comparison rate. Yeah, okay. All right. I'm going to stop you there because what the? This whole comparison rate, I feel like there is so much confusion around this. I used to think, I genuinely used to think before we even bought into property um, and, you know, before I even kind of knew enough about home loans, when I saw the two rates, I didn't understand and I thought the comparison rate actually means competitor rate, like what they're comparing to their competitors. I've since found out that's not true. So do you want to talk about that in case anyone else also has that view? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I mean, actually, we have a lot of people that come and ask us exactly the same question and they think that the comparison rate is actually a competitor rate and we are yeah. telling how we compare to competitors. Yeah. Um, so comparison rate actually stands for something different. Um, so as you probably know, whenever you apply for a home loan, um, you're given an interest rate, but then, oh, guess what? There are also all of these different fees mm. um, that come with the comparison rate. Mm. Um, so what the regulator has gone out and said is, well, um, you need to be able to actually tell customers the true cost of, of that loan in a matter where they can easily compare it with other propositions because, yeah. um, you know, the level of fees might be different and then the percentage rate might be different. So um, so there's actually a methodology used to calculate comparison rate. Um, so what you assume is a loan of $150,000 um, over right. a five-year term. And then um, you um, add on the associated fees to the interest rate okay. um, to arrive at a comparison rate. So that's why often, you know, uh, the comparison rate is actually higher than the actual interest rate advertised um, because that factors um, applicable fees. Okay. And so the comparison rate is what you actually pay? Uh, the comparison rate is what you actually pay expressed as an uh, interest percentage. Okay. Um, so, um, so, for example, um, um, our 2.91 rate, um, whenever you get a home loan regard, there is a $150 settlement fee. Okay. And at the point you um, repay your loan or you refinance away from yard, um, we need to do some work um, around legal documents and uh, we charge a discharge fee of $500. So the difference between uh, the 2.91 and the 2.94 is that the 2.94 actually includes that $150 um, settlement fee and $500 discharge fee expressed as an interest percentage. Got it. Yeah. So, I mean, the difference, because obviously it's, it's such a tiny difference between 2.91 and 2.94 with your actual rate and comparison rate. But when you look at the big banks, they're in the difference between their actual rate and their comparison rate, which is what you end up, you know, close to paying or whatever, ends up being like, literally the difference of one and a half percent which is huge yeah so um i mean what could there are a couple of things that could explain the difference between um you know the actual rate and the comparison rate so first of all is um the associated fees obviously that we just that we just mm. about and then the other thing um that um you need to be aware of is um let's say you have a fixed rate loan and yeah. you have 
fixed term period of um, three years, um, and then you're given a fixed rate um, interest rate. Um, what you need to ask your provider is, well, at the end of this three-year term, once my fixed rate expires, what does my interest rate actually revert to? Mm. And um, um, in a lot of the instances, unfortunately, um, what your um, kind of current financial institution will do is will revert you to a not very good interest rate at the point of your fixed rate expiry. Right. Um, and that would be reflected into the comparison rate and it's something to be always uh, mindful of, especially if you're going for a fixed rate. Always make sure you ask, the, you know, you ask your institution, what am I going to revert to um, at the point my fixed rate period expires? Mm, okay, good. All right. And so talking about these rates, you know, obviously covering the basic questions, like with your variable rate, is your fixed different and does it differ with, home ownership or investment properties? Yeah. So, um, you know, you know, whenever you ask me what our rates are and I started by saying, well, our rates are from 2.91 variable per annum. Um, So the reason why I say that is because there are a number of factors um, that determine your interest rate. Um, So the key variables um, for YARD are... um, the objective for you buying the property, so whether you are an owner occupier, so whether it's your own home or whether you're an investor, yeah, so that will result in a different in a different interest rate. Um, where the property is located, um, so um, you know whether it's in a metro area or in a more regional area. Mm. Um, employment status also plays a factor. Um, so whether you are a pay-as-you-go employee or you're self-employed, and then of course your credit history. Um, so um, each one of the, these factors has um, an impact um, on your interest rate. Okay. And then you know going back to the point around transparency and complexity, uh, because there's so many different factors that can in- impact your interest rate, it gets confusing for consumers. So if you actually go on our website, you know we've done a little widget. Um, that you can use and just answer three or four questions and actually um, understand what the applicable rate is um, rate is for you. Um, but going back to to your question on variable or fixed, um, yes, um, you know, variable. Um, you know, uh, whenever we talk about fixed rates, they're also different, and they differ by the period um, for which you would like to fix your rate. So whether it's a one year ra- uh, fixed rate, two year, three year, or five year fixed rate term. Right. Okay. Got it. All right. Cool. So actually you touched on something before and I want to come back to that. You kind of mentioned obviously rates to determine based on a couple of things, employment, where it's, where the property is, all that sort of stuff, plus credit history. So Mm. a question that's come up before is if someone applies for a loan and then gets rejected or not rejected or, um, or, you know, goes online and just applies, but doesn't use it, does that hurt your credit score? Yeah, um, that's a very, very good question and something that there are a lot of our customers worry about. So um, it really depends on the process that the lender undertakes. Um, so I'll describe how the process works with us. So um, at the point the customer submits um, an application online uh, with us, the first step that you do is um, a, lo- a loan consultant reviews that application and um, has an initial conversation with the customer to do what we call um, a preliminary assessment. 
so that's the point in which you just um, gather initial information about the customer to understand whether the customer fits um, our policy and they can borrow the amount that they're seeking to borrow. Okay. And, um, you know, the loan consultant um, that the customer has a conversation with, um, you know, is across our credit policy um, and they kind of provide an initial um, high-level assessment of whether if that application was to proceed, whether they will be successful when um, assessed by credit. Um, If our loan consultant thinks that for whatever reason that customer is not going to fit um, our policy, um, they would uh, recommend that the customer doesn't proceed with a formal application. Um, And and at this stage, um, there there wouldn't be um, impact on credit history because it's just an initial kind of high-level preliminary conversation. Okay. Got it. Okay. So you you can find out, you know, enough info without it actually affecting anything? Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. So um, uh, we are very um, – so so the point your credit history gets impacted um, is whenever, uh, you know, uh, we actually check your um, credit report. So the point we check your credit report, um, you know, it marks as an inquiry. So okay. you apply for – um, for any type of credit, really, um, then you can see that somebody has made an inquiry in your credit report, which, and the assumption there is that you have made an application um, with that lender uh, for a loan, and um, that has impact um, on, on your credit score. Got it. Okay, good. So you can rest easy and not worry. <laughs> yes. You know, you can kind of shop around to the degree that you need to before you actually need to go any further um yes I mean um you know again you know you can you can just um kind of uh call up and have a a preliminary assessment conversation yes yeah okay good all right um so then the other thing you talked you mentioned just before and I want to bring this up because we spoke about this when we met and it blew my mind and I didn't know and I feel like It's something that a lot of people also don't know. (laughs) You spoke about something called essentially like bartering for the best rate at banks, meaning that if you're just a really good negotiator at some of the big banks, for example, that you could just get a better rate. But the person next door to you that also might have a home loan in that same bank might just happen to be on a whole lot better rate because they were better at negotiating. Yeah, yeah. So um, um, I'm not sure if you have done this, but if you go on, um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to generalise and say that everyone in the market does this, but if you go to um, the website of selected major banks, for example, mm. um, there are advertised interest rates, but they are what they call standard variable rates. Right. Um, the reality is, is that no one is actually on a, or many people are not on a standard variable rate, but they're right. on a different standard variable rate. Um, and then the reality is, is, is that, um, you know, different people are on different rates and I'm not sure, um, you know, how exactly to explain why people have, uh, have different rates. Um, 
you know, different brokers would have access to different offers. Um, if you walk yourself into the branch and have, have a conversation with a relationship manager, you might actually get a different rate. So the element of transparency is actually not there. Mm. Um, which is what we, you know, what we're trying to really change um, in a way that if you go to our website, um, you know, this is what the rate is and we are going to give you our best offer up front. So, um, but that also means that, you know, we have some customers that try to <laughs> negotiate with us. Okay, you make a better deal. <laughs> what we try to say is like, look, you know, we think that we have a pretty competitive rate and we advertise it and the rate is what the rate is. Yeah. Right, so there's no like bartering or negotiating, or you might be able to get a <laughs> better deal, <laughs> like everywhere else. Yeah, no. Yeah. Which is which to me is a more peaceful kind of. I don't have to worry about you know walking out and going, oh God, did I just leave money on the table? Yeah. Um, and so the other thing you spoke about, and I, f- I find this confusing as hell, is so many of the big banks, and and this is actually part of what was looked at with the Royal Commission, that just these insanely confusing products around lending, particularly when it comes to home lending, of the names of stuff that you get um, yeah. is just, yeah, like what? Yeah, yeah. So there are a lot of yeah, there are a lot of um, products out there that, ha- that have very um, exciting marketing names. Yes, um, you know, but that do not necessarily um, tell you much about the product. So the way we think about our products is just in a very simplistic terms. You know, we offer a home loan, um, and then there are a set of features that you can you know add on um, to your home loan. Um, but it's just it's just a home loan at the end of the day. Yeah, not confusing wealth package with something added and <laughs> whatever yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I'm I'm going to ask you a question that yep. one of the women in the Kiss My Money Facebook group asked, and I feel like it's so on point. Not only because it literally comes from you know, the voice of someone who wants to get a better rate and literally wants to save thousands of dollars. But her question came up around, okay, hold on. You're not a main bank, so is it actually safe? And I feel like this, she's not alone in her asking that question because this like whole trust factor around maybe because it's online only or maybe because you've only been around for a couple of years or maybe because, you know, you're not backed by a, like a quote-unquote major four bank yeah. or whatever. Can yeah. you talk to that? Because I kind of didn't really understand how a lot of the lending um, works behind the scenes in terms yeah. of trust factor and like how, you, you know, you're backed in terms of yeah. your actual home loan. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, let me first start by saying that um, Yard is an independent institution, and um, we have no association with um, you know a major bank, and we're actually quite proud of that. Yeah, because um, we believe in in the need in Australia um, to promote competition within the financial services sector. Definitely. And, and, you know, the only way to do that is to have, um, you know, 
new organizations entering the market, creating that competition, which ultimately uh, results in better outcomes for customers. So, um, and we, and, and then the other point is that we are not a bank. Um, so uh, we are a lender. Um, I guess one of the terminologies used in the industry is a non-bank lender. Um, independent non-bank lenders have existed for a really, really long time um, within the industry. Um, so, um, um, I mean, to give you a couple of names um, that are fant absolutely fantastic institutions, uh, loans.com.au have been around for a really long time, you know, Pepper Money, um, Latrobe, uh, Latitude Financial. So there is, you know, there's a great number of non-bank lenders um, that have fantastic uh, that have, have fantastic propositions. Mm. Um, in terms of is it safe? So um, so obviously to be able to um, operate as a lender um, in the Australian market, you need to be uh, licensed um, yeah. and you, and you are actually a regulated um, entity. Um, so Yard um, ho holds an Australian credit license and um, we, we are bound and we abide by a number of acts and regulations such as the National Consumer Credit Protection Act and, and the Privacy Act. Um, but I guess the question that's really interesting is um, what happens, you know, if Yard is no longer around, right? So you go and you get a loan, uh, you know, with Yard and then the question is what happens, you know, what is the, the associated risk? Um, and I want to answer this question in general and then um, more specifically about Yard. So if you think about a home loan um, or any loan really, um, it is an asset for the financial institution. Yeah. And um, like most assets, um, it can be sold. So um, if for whatever reason you're with a lender that is not, no longer around anymore, um, the most likely outcome is that um, your loan actually gets sold to another lending institution. Right. So, so what this means, you know, for your personal situation is that, you know, you do not lose your home or anything like that. You just get another lender. Um, and, um, you know, in the majority of the situations, there's actually no change to your loan agreement. It's just, you know, the name of your lender is different. Okay. Um, what what happens in the specific case of Yard? I mean, you know, um, the business, you know, is doing really well, and I hope we're around for a really, really <laughs> long time. But in case somebody's asking the question, um, if something happens with Yard um, and you have a home loan with Yard uh, and we are not allowed anymore, uh, you continue to be um, a customer of our wholesale um, funding provider, and there is no change to your uh, to your loan agreement. So just kind of the name of your lender uh, mm. just is is different. Got it. Is it kind of like I might be, I can't, I might be making the completely wrong analogy here, but is it kind of like in the insurance industry where basically there are like you know thirty different insurers that you can go to and get an insurance quote for whatever your car your home your blah 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 but really when it comes down to it there's there's basically like four main backers and all the insurance basically comes from those four main people is that kind of what it's like um look I'm actually not very familiar with the insurance <laughs> <laughs> um uh but yes yeah, so yes yeah, there are a few there, there are a few institutional funders in the market, yes, yeah. and a lot of 
government is actually access uh, funding from from these places. So yes, probably the association is similar to some extent. Yeah, it's not like there's a hundred different actual lenders that have their own lending that like do it. Yeah. yeah, got it. Okay, good. Okay, I think that like I, I feel like that that kind of helps to put a lot of the fears aside of like thinking, is it safe and am I going to lose my home or like whatever? Because, yeah. um, you know, I know that comes up and we spend so long, you know, not mentioning any names, but when you have the Dolomite account when you're in school and you grow up thinking that like you, you know, there's, there's a trust factor that's built over years that these big banks obviously spend millions of dollars to build so yeah. that you have this trust factor so that you don't leave um, so that they keep your thousands of dollars instead of you keeping it. Yeah. Um, which which I know is, you know, and, and it's so hard because so much of the financial, so much of the financial sector is plagued by um, distrust and it's for a reason because, well, we had the Royal Commission for a reason, like, yeah the big banks just hiding so many things from consumers that just blindly trust, I guess, Yeah, um, which is yeah. scary. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what, um, what I just want to say is that, um, you know, I hope that, you know, the listeners to this uh, podcast um, really consider, um, you know, alternative providers in the market. Um, yeah not necessarily beyond, but, you know, there are other um, fantastic online lenders um, um, within the hormone space as well as in kind of uh, most of the other financial product spaces. But, you know, just, um, you know, just take a look, you know, the answer is not always with a major bank. Yeah. There that have um, uh, really great propositions as well. Yeah, and I feel like it is, I feel like it's, you know, there's obviously the admin kind of, factor and the time factor but honestly like and sometimes you get hit with switching costs or like um cancellation costs or whatever and you know full disclosure everyone knows I'm super transparent with all of my stuff and you know there's no association between Yard and Ms Wealthy or anything like that but I am literally we are literally looking at Yard to completely refinance because we are not on that this rate uh, we are not sub 3% rate. And even though we'll be hit with like a, I don't know, even know, like a $500 fee or something for leaving our current home loan provider, or sorry, investment property provider on our loan, it's still worth it because we will literally be saving thousands of dollars. And so yeah. if we can, and that's just in one year. Yeah. Um, so I just... You know, I just, it's literally the fastest way. Like people, when, when people say to me, how do, you know, how do you do the small things? Like whatever, like reduce your grocery bill or reduce your electricity bill. And I'm like, always focus on the big stuff. How can you cut out yeah. the major things? Like don't focus on, you know, getting a slightly better savings rate for your $20,000 sitting in the bank. No, focus on shifting like your two, three, four, whatever, $500,000 loan by at least one and a half or 1% or even half a percent. And that's where you make the massive gains. And then it doesn't matter if you're spending $50 a month extra on groceries. Like, yep. um, 
you know, whatever. Um, yeah, this is where you make the money and everyone knows I talk about compounding so much. Like yeah. when you understand the impact of compounding and what that means over time, like we are talking like tens of and tens, if not hundreds of thousands because most people, what do they do? They take out 30-year loans or 20-year loans, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so whenever you're thinking about refinancing your mortgage, um, I mean, there are um, fees and charges that are incurred um, in this process, um, which could be linked uh, both to your existing lenders and, you know, there's some government charges associated with the switch. But the way you should think about is, you know, um, what is the remaining term? that you have on the home loan and then um, just think about the saving, um, in, in uh, the interest saving over the term of the loan um, and, you know, quite often that's quite a significant number. Yes. Yep, exactly. And I think, you know, focusing on that massive number rather than the immediate tiny pain of the switching cost or the cancellation fee or whatever it is, Um because even what I was shocked about, and I and I, I feel like I almost forget it every single year, but we're charged three hundred dollars just for the privilege of having a home loan every year. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. every year yeah. it comes up, and I'm like, what is that fee? And I always forget it. But I'm like, what am I even paying three hundred dollars for? <laughs> just yeah, like. Yeah, so when it's that kind of difference, it 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 really it seriously adds up. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think I have asked most of the questions that I wanted to ask. Is there anything else that I have not covered? Um, look, I think we covered, um, you know, um, the key points. Um, I mean, I would love to answer any questions um, that come from any of your listeners as a as a follow up, or you know, you can always just shoot me um, an email. Yeah, for sure. Well, what I'll do is not only will I put your info. So obviously, the best place is to go to yard.com.au, right? Yes. Um, so I'll put that in the show notes too. Obviously it's super simple to remember, but that handy link. And what we'll do is I am going to bring you on into the Kiss My Money Facebook group and let's do a live maybe next month or uh, in January in 2020 just to pull people on because sometimes these things take a while to sink in. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes even for the those that are new, particularly because I know it's an exciting time for a lot of buyers at the moment with home loans being at historic lows uh and you know when you enter the the process of buying a property it's always it's it's more the case of you don't know what you don't know until you start the process and start asking these questions um so we'll do a live and ask you know get more questions asked in there um coming up so for those that aren't in that group i will also put the link in the show notes too um but thank you so much for coming on. I'm so glad that we could do this and pull down <laughs> some of the myths and also get behind the scenes on, you know, lending, um, particularly on something that so much of the population, uh, I think, doesn't know about. 
No, look, the, the pleasure was was mine. Um, and you know, thank you so thank you so much for having me. Yeah, amazing. All right, babe. We'll talk to you soon. See you soon. Bye bye. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.